Hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Body Over Mind. And today we have an amazing subject all about food and how it affects your performance and just how you feel inside so that you can actually be effective in your life, whether it's in your business or in your family life or whatever that is. Health is one of those things that matters so much if you want to have a good life. Because when you have optimal health, then you feel good. And then you have the fuel to really go ahead and go about your life. So in that case, I am your host, Stephen Ye. Of course, Mike Chang is here, your co-host. And we will be talking about the type of eating that we generally do and how to approach it. So I would call this topic intuitive eating. And intuitive eating is basically exactly what it sounds. We are using our intuition to decide on what to eat. So Steve and I, I think we both have tried a lot of different diets. And the first thing I want to say about that is that nothing is wrong with all the different diets out there because there's so many different people and people have different needs. And so therefore, to follow a certain diet because of the benefits that we find in that diet, a lot of times is looking at it in just one perspective. But there are so many other variables that we need to consider that ultimately, it becomes really confusing on what diet is right for us. So today's subject, when it comes to nutrition, we wanna share something that both Steve and I do, which is intuitive eating. And that is using your intuition to decide what is good for you. And we want to dive and talk about what does it mean to use your intuition to decide and how do you do it? So I want to kick it off and talk about using intuition to decide. What does that actually mean? So for me, it means feeling to my body and let my feelings in my body decide on what food I should eat and not eat. And I'll give you, I'll give you like a real life example. So I'm in Bali and there's a lot of coconuts around here. So, and I love coconuts, but I have tried over and over again to eat foods that contain coconut milk. And I don't remember exactly when this happened, but somewhere along the lines of the last three, five years, my body is not accustomed to coconut milk anymore. And therefore, every time I eat it, I get bloated. I get gassy. And I started to put the pieces together. And now I don't eat coconut milk or I don't drink, you know, I, I don't eat any food that contains it. Even though if you look up the benefits of coconut milk and the benefits of coconut in, in general, there's plenty. And it's really cheap and it's really available. However, my body doesn't sit well with it. The reason why, to be honest, I have no idea. I really don't. But all I know is that every time I've tried, and I've tried this probably at least 20 something times, because I really like coconut milk and it's in everything and like all, this, all these Balinese dishes that I like. But every time I try it, I get the same result. Bloatedness, there is a problem with digestion. So therefore, I don't eat anything with coconut milk now. And this is an example of, of intuitive eating. It has nothing to do with the benefits. It has to do exactly with the response my body has when I eat that food. Yeah, I found the same exact thing, you know. There are so many different diets out there. 
you know, one, one professor is saying this, one doctor is saying that, and they're all trying to, in some ways, promote their method. And who knows, it may actually work for some people at a certain stage in their life. But what I've also found is that the diet that you have, it can sometimes switch and change over time. Maybe, honestly, some people may benefit a lot with just eating raw vegetables for some time. Who knows? Whatever they try to do. Or the whole, whole 360. Or keto, right? And for a time period of doing that, they may feel wonderful. But one thing I've noticed is that over time, if you continue to eat the same things over and over and over again, there's a possibility that your body is trying to say that it needs other type of nutrients. And when that happens, you'll sometimes notice that it's, it's asking you for other kind of nutrients because you can feel you're either feeling weak, you're feeling bloated, you're feeling something else. Certain things just might not work. So, so the way that I kind of go about it nowadays, well, one, for sure, I do my best to eat as clean ingredients as I can because I, I have noticed, especially when you eat too much process, when I eat too much processed food, like I feel, I feel quite affected from it. You know, I, I now have a system that's, you know, is getting more and more fine-tuned and the funny thing about when you start to fine-tune your system is that you can start to pick up a lot more of, of kind of what you consume and what's going on inside the body. And so now I'm mainly eating, I would say I don't focus too much beforehand. I do, I do, I'm sorry. But it's already kind of set up already. I, I already in some ways know what does well for me and then I'll eat that. But also what I do on the back end is also I pay attention to how I feel after eating the food. Because if I feel lethargic or weak or something like that or tired, then I know that there is something in the food that I just ate that is not optimal for me at this time. And then I have to make a shift. So what you said right there, Stephen, is you feel tired and weak afterwards. So... That's something, that's something that people need to look at because if we are to eat food for energy, we should feel energized afterwards. Now, even though our body needs to go and break this down, so break down the food and absorb it, so it takes some work to do so. But if we are feeling sleepy, if we're feeling heavy and tired, it's either number one, you ate too much food, or number two, you ate too much food and you ate the wrong food. <laughs> and so I like to look at eating as just having, having some guidelines to help us to be able to figure out what food is good for you. I think the first thing you talked about was like feeling. I think feeling is one of the biggest ones. Does your stomach feel okay? Like I talked about, do, I, do you feel bloated? Do you feel like you can't digest it? The second thing is the energy that you have, right? After you eat the food, how do you feel on your energy level? If you feel super tired, check to look at the amount first. Sometimes you don't need to change a thing except just eat a little less. So let's say you ate less and you still feel super tired. That is a sign that that food is making you feel really heavy. Now, try testing out changing the food. So when you're changing the food, you can either take out certain, certain combinations because maybe you're eating a combination. 
right? Maybe you're eating one this plus this, plus so you have maybe three or four items in this one dish. Try taking out certain foods from this dish. Food combining is, it matters what type of foods come together, like a chemistry set. You, you combine certain foods together the wrong way and it creates digestive problems. But how do you know which ones can combine to which ones? Test it out. Test that, remove one and see. I think a lot of people, when they look at this process, they're like, oh man, it's so much work, right? I, let me just, can you just tell me what to eat? Can I just take a test and then just know what to eat and then be done? Well, yes, you could do that. But even doing that doesn't mean that it gives you exactly what you need. Maybe if it gives you, it matches your blood type because there's tests like that, right? It's like where you draw your blood and it's like, okay, well, based on your blood, here's what you eat. But maybe you don't like that food. Maybe it's perfect for you, but you don't enjoy eating it. And now every time when you eat, you're going to feel like you're having to force feed yourself. And so that's the thing is you also have to look at whether or not you enjoy it. So, so far, I think we covered three simple things. The way it makes you feel in your body, digestion-wise, right? How does it, it digest in your body? Second is the energy level. Does it increase your energy level or does it decrease? And the third thing is, do you enjoy it? If you don't enjoy it, now you got a problem. So you got to go ahead and make sure you cover that as well. Mm. What's great is that there's such a variety of food out there that you can most likely find something that you enjoy, right? So, so you know, sometimes out here in Bali, I definitely have my lunch out here, but because of my son, I just like to go out and uh, go on a little adventure with him. And, and sometimes we eat dinner together outside. And during those times, well, one, let me preface this. Generally, 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 most food in restaurants I have found is quite low energy. It'll, it'll, it just feels like, you know, it just feels like they mainly make the food based on the taste, which is awesome. But at the same time, generally, it's not quality food. And, and you can, or at least what I've noticed in me is that when I eat too much, too frequently outside, my energy levels just plummet. Right? How about the way you feel? Like as far as like digestion wise, do you see an issue with that as well? Yes, I can see it on the out end. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> yeah, that's another way to, to take a look at your digestion is to look at your poop. Because if, if the poop is, you know, all spread out and, and you, you know, generally you can, the quality of your poop is how you can notice the quality of your, your digestion. Okay. So, so, so far we talk about intuitive eating by looking at these three variables, right? Digestion wise, how does it digest the energy level? How does it feel? Does it give you energy or decrease your energy and also enjoyment? Do you actually enjoy it? So let's look at intuitive eating in another way which is intuition, right? Because I think when some people think about intuition, they think whatever comes to me at that moment, right? It's like, I'm going to just go with the flow. I'm just going to walk into a restaurant and just see what stands out at me. And I'm just going to point at it and order it. Yeah. What do you have to say about, about that? Is that? Is that an approach that you think people should try? Or is there another Absolutely approach? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no? Why not? Well, this is the a difficult part because we definitely need to refine the word intuition, right? Because especially beforehand, if you're hungry and you really want to eat, you know, 
most likely you're going to go and reach for something that's not too healthy for you. It's something that's super tasty, that's super yummy, whatever it is. So this is the part where in some ways you have to separate from that kind of hungriness being inside of you, just trying to devour food to, to like, in some ways I would say almost it's best to not wait until those moments when you when you're super hungry, right? Because that way, that way, your your body is not in just this craving mood, but your your body is just like okay. Based on the past and also just the feeling that I have now, while I'm still, you know, at a good level, what's the best food? for me to eat right now. So I think this is when it gets confusing now, right? Because if we use intuition, why would we, why would we wait? Well, why would we, why would it matter if we are super hungry? In in some way, I actually don't use the intuitive part beforehand. I mainly use it afterwards to intuitively feel in to how that food has affected me. And based on that, I'm going to be changing and shifting what I eat moving forward. Does that make sense? So intuitively feel in. So what does that mean? It sounds like just feeling to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is where we're like, okay, let's go and really dive this down, right? Because I think you and I both kind of look at this as intuitive eating, but as we're talking about this, it what sounds more like <laughs> it sounds more like we have some guidelines on what to eat but we're not defined based on a diet, based on, you know, what everybody says is healthy or not healthy. We kind of, we don't really consider that too much. It's like, yes, thank you for sharing that with me. Now I'm going to test it out and find out through my body, through the effects of my body, like energy level, feeling, enjoyment, taste buds, right? And find out and see if it's good for me. See if I enjoy it. I think that's, that is, is what it, it seems like we're kind of leaning towards. One thing I do want to say, I think, is purely intuitive eating. This is something I've done, done before. I don't do this anymore, and I'll tell you why in just a sec. But I used to go into the grocery store. And of course, this is when I wasn't as busy, and I was really practicing on intuition, just <laughs> totally feeling and just letting things come through, okay? So I would walk into the grocery store, taking my time, you know, it looks like I got all day because I did. <laughs> and I mean, I just walk through the aisles really slow and I'm just looking at everything and seeing if something kind of pops up, you know. And sometimes certain things just kind of stand out. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to try this out. You know, and then I just drop in the basket and then I would do this with every single aisle. Wow. I mean, I'd, I'd be in you there. You had a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of time. I think I'd be in there for like at least an hour. It looks like I'm just, you know, just really enjoying myself. I mean, and I was. <laughs> I, I would say this is, this is what most people would maybe see it as intuitive eating. This is pretty much what I would consider intuitive eating. I tried that and what happened was I did try a lot of new foods that I never tried before, but it didn't work that well for me. It, it really, it really didn't. Certain foods was okay and certain foods didn't work. So I found that without, without having 
a structure of what is good, what is bad based on the way I felt in my body, based on my body, it was really tough to decide because every time I walk in a grocery store, you know, and I was going grocery shopping about two times a week, sometimes three times a week, I'd spend about an hour in there and I enjoy the process. And I would just go through everything, you know, I go through the fruits and Hey, you know, I'm going to try this today. And I want to try that today. And it was a, it was a hit or miss. Sometimes it felt good in my body. Sometimes it didn't. But by doing that over time, it, what it did do though, is it opened up my, opened up my variety for food. Cause I used to just stick to certain foods and certain foods I never try. And when I started this, I just kind of threw away all the guidelines and I just, I was open to trying everything. And I did. And what came out of it was certain foods I never ate before, wasn't into. I suddenly started to eat it because I chose it in that way. But this is still after I went through the process of seeing how it felt in my body, like how it felt my digestive system. Checked on the energy level afterwards. And also if I taste, if it tasted well to me. We might have to actually shift and change the definition of what we're actually talking about here then. Because <laughs> there is a, you know, there can be kind of a, a, an idea of what intuitive eating already is. And, you know, what we're talking about may be a bit different, right? So in some ways, you know, we're just going to redefine it. And let's say awareness eating. How's that sound to you? Awareness eating. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really good with, with naming stuff. You know, we're I just, just going on the fly right here anyways. Yeah, but, yeah. but you can see that there, there is a, a difference between what Mike was doing inside of, of the grocery store to what we're talking about here, right? Which is really just to tune in. Like sometimes nowadays, just to tune in even more after I eat from time to, sometimes after I eat, I actually just sit down and do nothing for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes and just observe. Because when you're doing nothing on the outside, then a lot more attention goes on the inside. And then now you can actually really start to feel the difference that's happening. And when I actually first started doing this, it, it wasn't conscious. It first happens when I was at a meditation center. I was at this meditation for, for a few months. And, you know, we're basically, our job is to meditate as much as possible in a day. You know, that was the only task, just meditate. So sometimes, sometimes after a meal, I'll just go and sit. And what was interesting for me then was that it was buffet style. And there was also a vegetarian section and there was also a non-vegetarian section. And I noticed that the amount of food that I ate mattered a lot. And also sometimes when I ate the meat, I could, I could see and feel how that kind of shifted my energy levels as well. And so that to me was very fascinating from that experience. And then moving forward, I've been implementing this time to time just to really see what's going on. So something interesting that I learned about with eating is, so for you guys that are uh, 
that have heard of human design, which is like a, it's like a system that shows you what your energetics is in the body and in the mind, kind of how you work, how you function. I don't think it's really like a horoscope. It's more like a numerology combined with I Ching, combined with a few other things. I don't know too much about it, but there is, there is something that I've read about my own design when it came to eating. And that was that my design was made to eat the same foods over and over and over again. <laughs> it wasn't about variety. It was about eating the same stuff over again. And funny enough, when I found that out, this was maybe about two years ago. I've been doing that as long as I can remember. I remember being 16, I had my own apartment and I really liked chicken, all right? And so leg quarters to be exact, just because they were cheap and I'm 16, I don't got any money. So I'd go to Walmart and I'd buy these 10 pound bags of leg quarters at a quarter a pound. So it's $2.50 for this 10 pound bag. And I buy like six, seven bags, right? So I've got massive amount of chicken. <laughs> and then I would just cook all this chicken in the oven, slap some barbecue sauce on there and just cook it like that in the oven. And I cook a tub of rice. And every day I ate chicken and rice like that. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it. I was so happy. I remember I was just excited to eat the food every, every day. And that was like my style of eating for most of my life. I just picked a few foods that I liked and then I ate that all the time until I either got bored or I felt like changing it. And then looking back when I found out my design and it said that, it made a lot of sense. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, why don't everybody just do that, right? You take the decision making out of eating, you make it really simple, you find a few foods that are good for you and then you just stick to it. It's like, you know, it's like wearing the same thing or similar things every single day so you don't run into decision fatigue, right? Mm -hmm. and then when I read that my design supported me in able to do that and not all designs were like that. My wife's design actually is the complete opposite. She desires variety and that if she eats the same thing all the time, she would get bored. It doesn't fit well in her system. Her system desires new things. So that's something that's also, that could be interesting for you guys to take a look at. I'm not asking you to totally believe in, just trust it blindly. Just take a look at and see if it has matched your, your current eating habits. There is a high level that, as a high chance that it has matched your current eating habits. But if you never looked into it, give it a shot. And again, this, it didn't change my eating habits, but I just been eating like that my whole entire life. It just so happened that when I looked it up, said exactly like the way I've been eating my entire life. And I think this plays a really big part. So what that means is maybe we have a certain way of eating that is good for us. And it has nothing to do with health. Thus has nothing to do with fad diets or diets in general. It's just literally the genetic makeup of our body requires us to eat in a certain way a certain style and therefore now I think we're going back into this intuition eating again because it doesn't follow any specific rules it just says this is the way you are and this is the way that you will tend to like to eat and I'm willing to bet that there's a chance if you were to look this up 
you may find that you've been eating very, very similar to it. But the great thing about it is if you found that that was the case, now, instead of trying out so many things and experimenting, you can just try going with exactly what it says to do, you know, whether it's variety or whether it's sticking to the same thing. And I don't know how many options there are. Again, I don't know that much about it. You know, my, my wife actually does human design readings and she's the one that told me, Hey, hon, look, you're this type of eating. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, great. Well, that's not going to great. Thank you for letting me know. I've been eating this way for like decades. <laughs> I'm going to continue to, but she just basically confirmed it to me. So it's not like, you know, it's not like I had to change anything. So just something I wanted to share on that. That's fascinating. I've done a human design reading before and, and it was actually very interesting. She was pretty spot on on certain things. She didn't let me know about the food aspect. So that would be something that I would take a look into the next time I get a reading done. Other than that, I think, you know, we, we have covered, let's, we have covered just the, the way that we approach things. I do feel that this kind of awareness style of, of eating for me has, has really helped me. And hopefully this, uh, you can explore a bit and see if this is actually helpful for you. So one more thing I want to add before we wrap up today. I think people listening may have the question of, well, what about macros? What about protein? What about carbs? You know, fats. Is that something that you consider? So for somebody like me who's came from the bodybuilding world, it's something that I have I was highly considering and that I always ate with macros for the longest time. About seven years ago, I decided to throw it out the window just to see what would happen. That's also when I went vegetarian or I went vegan, then vegetarian. And I found that they did make, number one, it didn't make a difference in my body. I stopped eating meat. I started eating a lot of vegetables. I started eating fruits and my body did feel much lighter. I felt more cleaner. There was a sense of clarity in my mind. Now, I'm not saying that everybody go ahead and become vegan or vegetarian. I'm just saying that's what happened to me. And since then, I tried upping the protein. I tried eating. Now I'm eating a lot of eggs because I like eggs. That was part of my rules, right? Something you enjoy. Yeah, I still like vegetables. I still don't eat meat, but I like eating eggs. So doesn't matter that we follow certain macros. I think that when it comes to when it comes to the way you want to look, you know, the your aesthetics, if you want to lose weight or gain weight, also if you're active or not active, I think it does make a big difference. If I want to go and lean down, what I do is I cut out the carbs, I cut out the sugars, and I eat a lot of fats. And then about the third day or so, I introduce carbs back in and have my carb loading day. And this is something I've done for many, many years in bodybuilding. And this has helped me shred down very, very quickly. Now, if I'm super, super active, I may go and eat carbs every second day. And there might be just times where I kind of throw this diet out the window because I'm so active that the energy level is not being sustained from fat. So again, I go back into, I have a guideline of how to eat, but I still at the end, listen to my body, listen to what's going on. And if I'm eating my meal and I don't feel satisfied, it doesn't feel like, I, I'm refueled, I will go and 
break the rules and in this case go eat some sugar i'd have a bottle of honey that's sitting on my desk all the time <laughs> i'd sit there it looks like a whiskey bottle i'm sitting there chugging bottles of honey I, I do it all the time you know i've got two i've got one upstairs and one in my office so that's what i mean going back into wrapping up the session there are still guidelines that that i follow and i think steven follows the same way but ultimately when it comes to intuitive eating or awareness eating or you still want to see what's really happening in your energy levels and what's happening in your body to make the ultimate decision. And that's it. I'm going to leave it at that. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you for attending another episode of Body Over Mind, and we will see you on the next episode.